So you come up with the idea, you come up with the name. Now after idea name, how do you start to, what, what was next, distribution or manufacturing? Well, real quick, have you ever had kombucha before? I feel like I like had a swig once from like oh, a gas just station, a swig, bro. and was like, "Fuck this." <laughs> honest, I'm being honest. That's okay. A lot of people say that for the first time. Yeah, like, ours is different. Um, and so I'll go can back. I try to, one. Yeah, please do. Which Which one do you think is the best? I can tell you what the best seller is. It's hard to say what which my best. That's yeah, like saying what's taste. my favorite kid. Yeah. You have kids? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're live. Another episode of Adversity Kings. We have local Chicago in. I think that's how you would say it. I haven't been here too long. I have no idea. Are you even from Chicago? I grew up in the suburbs. Okay, cool. So you're technically from Chicago. So uh, with that being said, we got Jack, right? Yes, sir. What's the last name? Joseph. Joseph. Jack Joseph. Cool. And we've got you on. You run your own company. It's, how do I say this? Community Kombucha. Community Kombucha. Yes, sir. Let's go, dude. And I feel like I've seen this all over the place. Probably. So is this, this isn't just Illinois either. It's Wisconsin, right? Milwaukee and also Northern Indiana. Okay. Yes, sir. I feel like I've seen it in other states. Too. We make it, we make it in the back of the yards with a beer company right now called Weiner Beer Co. Okay. They make some really great Belgian style beers and yeah, we work with them. So before we jump into your company, your products and everything like that, I wanted to shout it out real quick. Make sure you guys check it out because I imagine all of our viewers probably start at the beginning and they don't finish all the way to the end, but hopefully they do. Um, but I, I wanted to start with your story, man. So you were born and raised in the suburbs. What was growing up for you like? Growing up for me, I mean, in Buffalo Grove, I would, my life was really consisted of a lot of sports growing up. Yeah. That's kind of what my life revolved around. I've always had a really close relationship with my family. We always spent a lot of time together. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from a young age was just trying to learn how to be better and show up and, and be a great person. So what were some of your favorite sports? Baseball and football were my main ones. Basketball. I was all right at I was always a good shooter. But yeah. football and baseball were, were always my sports. Yeah. Well, what positions? Running back and first base. OK, so pretty quick. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, for me. <laughs> yeah. OK. What you school know, did you go to? I went to Stevenson High School. OK. And then I graduated from there, and I went to Michigan State University, studied okay. a supply chain entrepreneurship. Let's go. And then what was what did your parents do growing up? Um, my mom, she really just took care of us, which is no easy job, of course. Yeah, no, uh, no, she no. took care of us at home. And from what I remember, my dad, you know, he was a pharmacist at the time. Um, so that's kind of what they did, and they really just did a great job taking care of us. What do they do now? Right now, my mom is you know, retired, uh, her and her husband. My parents are actually separated. They're yes, not together okay. anymore. Uh, they got separated when I was seven years old. Okay. Um, so that, that's always been a challenge growing up, and I'm sure a lot of people could relate to that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my dad's done so many different things in his life, and I've learned recently that he he's super entrepreneurial. And when I look back at it, he used to have a, a meat packing company or like a, a wholesale meat company. So he would go and deliver all these grocery stores and, and bring them wholesale meat, wake up super early and do it. So I look back at that and it makes sense that him and I are kind of doing similar things. And, you know, like I said about my mom, she's more so uh, got like a trading background. My great grandfather used to have, he had one of the first seats on the Chicago Board of Exchange. Yeah. Uh, so we were able to acquire a lot of knowledge from him. And that's kind of what my mom uh, focused on. And, you know, my dad's now out in Arizona. And does he work out there? 
Yeah, he does, and he lives out there. What's he so. do for work? He works for a company called McKesson, okay. uh, which I believe, don't quote me, I'm not really good at this, but I'm pretty sure it's a pharmaceutical company, and yeah. they create supplies and, and stuff for other pharmaceutical companies. So Okay. So who would you say you were closest with growing up? Mom, dad, siblings? I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's hard to say that I was closer to one of them. Yeah. I mean, for me, I had a great relationship with every single one of them. They were just all different, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that one was better than the other. I would just say they're all well-rounded and, and different in their own way. Did anybody have a certain level of influence on you more than somebody else that influenced you into becoming the man you are today? I would say that both of my brothers, uh, because I've just been able to learn so much from them and honestly learn from their mistakes. Yeah. You know, I was the baby growing up. I got two older brothers, like I said, and I had an opportunity just to observe what they did and hopefully take the good things and, yeah. you know, learn from those, but also learn from their mistakes, like I said. And that's ultimately what helped me be better. Um, but one of my brothers is now in finance. My other, my older brother, um, he's into meditation and helps people heal through breath work and um, helping kind of curate these different types of exper meditational experiences. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I feel like I'm like a mix of them both. He's the one that got you into the kundal Kundalini yoga? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just do hot yoga. Okay. So I don't know. I was trying I to do, look up the difference. I do hot yoga. Kundalini yeah. yoga, it's, it's mainly about your energy. Yeah. It's about getting your energy aligned, being in balance, where hot yoga, vinyasa, I feel like for me at least it's more strength. All of it has to do with breath too. But vinyasa is great too if you're trying to get a good sweat and, and get a good workout in. So Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like I get my I feet like, wet at all. I dread like leading up to hot yoga and then after I'm like so grateful that I did it. But like like walking in there, the first the first uh, flow that we go through and then by the sun bee or whatever, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm warmed up. But like the beginning, I'm like, oh my god, why did I even do this? So yeah, right. You know what I mean. But by the end, I'm I'm very grateful. I'm like, uh, you know, I was telling somebody the other day. It's like it's such a positive form of expelling all of those negative energies because when you think of, you know, a lot of people use the gym, even myself or or different athletic pursuits, to help uh, mitigate, minimize, or express their you know, emotional traumas or things they've gone through. It's, it's a, it's a good therapeutic, self-therapeutic thing to induce yourself into. You know what I mean? But what I think is you're clashing more like with, with the, you know, with weights and everything like that, when you're working out, it's more of like a, like a clash. Like it's more of a, an aggressive approach. You know what I mean? I do a lot of jujitsu. So it's like, it's more aggressive. Whereas in the yoga, it's like a, like this beautiful form of, you're just, nothing really necessarily matters. And it's a positive form of, kind of expressing all of that energy i feel like you're receiving when you're doing yoga and meditation and you're exerting when you're doing any type of like weightlifter yeah. and jujitsu that was like a way that. simpler way of saying it so yes. <laughs> but you know what i mean though they're just different types of energies yeah um and in either one and definitely in meditation you just have a lot of time to be with yourself and yeah. to experience and observe your thoughts what are going through your head and ultimately just be there and thousand percent try to keep it together <laughs> what was high school like for you High school, I had a pretty good experience in high school. I mean, again, it really revolved around sports. Yeah. Uh, football was the main priority for me. We had a really good football team back then. You know, we, we won a state championship, so we were just super focused on being the best that we can be and making sure that ever since we were 
playing football together in like seventh, eighth grade, we always wanted to win a state championship. Yeah. So we were determined and made it happen. So. So as you transition into college, what made you select Michigan State? One of my buddies who's playing football there, he ended up going. Um, and when I visited him, had a great time. Loved the campus, super beautiful. Also a great, great education. And yeah. I, I connected with other Midwesterners. And another big reason was because a lot of people from my high school didn't go there. And I was trying to network and, and meet new people and, and expand my, my reach to other places. So. Yeah, that's dope, dude. So do you t tune into the Michigan versus Michigan State game? Honestly, Sometimes yeah, I'm not that into watching sports anymore. Yeah, um, I used to be super into it, but now I'm just so focused on other things that it's hard for me to spend time on watching. What gets sports. your time outside of your business? Outside of my business, uh, my family, um, my lady, and I like to read a lot and I like to decompress and take care of myself because outside of that, it's all I'm super focused on building the brand and uh, making a difference in terms of you know social settings that we want to introduce something special to and um, you know my time's not spent doing that then like I said I'm just kicking in and taking care of myself. So before we jump into some of those avenues you just mentioned what what was the college experience like for you? College experience was great too. Uh, it, it was different because I decided to not play sports in college. I was thinking about playing football but I decided I wanted to have a, a normal experience or not normal I guess you could say not normal because it's different from what I'm used to yeah because like I said it was always sports 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 like my whole life and then I got to college I was like I'm trying to do something new yeah so I ended up getting into Greek life I joined a fraternity um, I was super interested in learning what that what that was about and being a part of that and helped me meet new people because I was from a place I didn't really know people um, found a really great group of guys and had a, had a wonderful experience. Let's go. So as you transition out of college, what did, what did that phase look like? It was really hard for me because I didn't really know what I was going to do. I'm sure a lot of people know what they're doing. Yeah. We're trying. Even when you're doing, you don't know. Exactly. You know? Like, as long as we have like a yeah. North, North star and we yeah. try to walk towards that is cool. But yeah, man. So I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, I knew I, I wanted to start my own business. I've always been super passionate about music. So I was actually going to move out to L.A. and help start an event management company and, and help manage some artists and stuff like that. But that ended up falling through. And uh, in the summer of 2019, my brother came through, my oldest brother, and he always has these crazy ideas. And one of the ideas was like, yo, you should start a kombucha company. It's like, dude, you're crazy. I don't know anything about it. I like to drink it because I like to take care of myself. Is this the meditative brother? Yeah, the meditative okay. bro. And um, he's yogi. And so then I went to bed that night and actually had a dream that I started a kombucha company. So I woke up the next day. Has he ever done ayahuasca? Kind of off topic. I, I don't think so. No. no. You know, you know what I, I have a friend that did ayahuasca. And it, cause I know like, about it. But he went to like this much. resort of like this guy that was like had this similar vibe of like sure. very like. You ever seen the movie Surf's Up? Like yes, the hippie I have. dude. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Like just really chill, nonchalant, like sure. really like meditative. So hopefully, brother, if you're watching this, I mean that respectfully, not like you know what I mean. Not, no not I'm not saying that disrespectfully. So yeah, but I don't know. He loved I don't it. Think it. He did. But. He he loved it. He had a phenomenal experience, and uh, it actually really changed the trajectory of his life because he was in like an immense depression, and like d there was just like no sign of hope. And he went and tried this 
uh, this resort, this island out, did some ayahuasca and like meditated for like three days. And ever since, you know, it's been ten, two years since roughly. And uh, he's been like a whole different person. Yeah, I mean, whole different these person. these types of traditions are are popular in, in some cultures and are here for a reason. A lot of people experience healing from them. So yeah. why not dig a little bit deeper into that? And if it can help someone live a, a better life, then God bless them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have the dream about the uh, kombucha company. Yeah. And then what's the next step? Next step, file for the LLC. Yeah. That yeah. quick. Like, yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm going to do I the swear. LLC. Yeah. So no wh joke. where'd you come with the name? Community Kombucha. I, I wanted to create a community out of this. And um, for short, it used to be ComCom, but it ended up not working out because there's another com uh, kombucha company that goes by ComCom. So Community Kombucha it is for, yeah. for now. Um, so it was just always had been community oriented from the beginning. Cause when you got people behind you, you got a community, as you know, you yeah. know, you got your following, then there's really no way that you can fail. Cause you got a bunch of people to have your back. So is it community with the K? Let me look it up. On yeah. Instagram. I think a K and one M. Okay. Yeah. And so how long have you been in biz business? Since October, 2019, but we didn't start selling until, until September, 2020. Okay. So I was essentially formulating and learning from another kombucha company in Chicago yeah. so that I can figure out what, I, what to actually do and how to bring products to a market. Yeah. I feel like, I wonder if another kombucha company from Chicago hit me up as well. I thought it was you. I thought this was the same one. I'm like so confused right now. As I creep. Kum are you, do you know Kombuchade? Kombuche, yes, my boy Matt. Okay, is he Chicago too? He was my mentor. He taught me. Okay, so he's Chicago too. I wonder if we hit, I hit him. You should talk I, to him. I think I hit him up. He's Maybe. a rugby guy. For real? Mm -hmm. I, see, I wonder. I'm so like sidetracked right now. I'm going to look this to see if I if we messaged him through our uh, other account. Kombuchade. Kombuchade. So, Kombuchade. Now, did he, so he mentored you in the business? For about... A uh, year and a half, I, I worked at his company and, and, and learned about how they operated and, and got to see how a commercial operation was ran. That's so sweet. But I did it. I, I do it differently. Yeah. Everybody has their own uniqueness. So yeah. kind of diving more into your uniqueness and in the development phase. So you come up with the idea. You come up with the name. Now after idea name, how do you start to, what, what was next, distribution or manufacturing? Well, real quick, have you ever had kombucha before? I feel like I like had a swig once from like oh, a gas just station a swig, bro. and was like, fuck this. <laughs> honest. I'm being honest. That's okay. A lot of people say that for the first time. Yeah. Like, ours is different. Um, and so I'll go can back. I try to, one. Yeah, please do. Which, which one do you think is the best? I can tell you what the best seller is. It's hard to say what, which my best. That's yeah, like saying my what's taste. my favorite kid. Yeah. You have kids? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah>. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So which one's the best seller? The lavender butterfly is the best seller, but if you're not crazy about lavender, I'd I go love lavender. Oh yeah. You know yeah. the uh, yeah. you know the um, you got a glass. It looks really pretty. Oh, poured into the glass. Do we have we have that we have like a weird cheap cup outside. A weird cheap cup. <laughs> like a little plastic cup. Yeah, Only it looks like that. Through. Would it be able? To, would we be able to see it through this? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Give me I a fresh one. So. Um, but I get from First Watch has this seasonal lavender breakfast drink. And it is fire. I love lavender. Yeah, I love lavender yeah, as well. Yeah, it's great. Lavender, and then I like uh, 
eucalyptus too. Eucalyptus is nice. Like the more, so I don't know if I've ever like consumed a eucalyptus. I put like it in drink. my shower. The shower. So yeah. I had an ex that did that and Steam I- Steam it up. Yeah, bro, it's so, so fire. Great. So it reminds me of like the steam room too. Exactly. So it's like, I was like, dude, this is fire. You should have this at all, all times. So let's crack. So that's the lavender butterfly. That's got lavender butterfly, pea flower, fennel, and star anise. And that's our nootropic blend. And nootropics are for strengthening cognitive function and just neural networks in the brain. And uh, the the main nootropic in here is the butterfly pea flower. So nootropic-wise, where did you do all this studying and research? Honestly, Honestly, man, it's from experience. My brother... He's really talented at, you know, growing his own food and growing his own herbs. And he had a beautiful uh, garden in his backyard and we spent a lot of time planting them and and growing them. And um, so from there, I I just dove into a bunch of herbalism books and learned a ton about herbal medicine. And and that's how I kind of put it into these types of drinks, which makes them all functional. Do mushrooms file uh, underneath nootropics? Depends which mushroom. Lion's mane is a nootropic. I've been very curious, and I've watched a lot of podcasts about psilocybin. So I don't know, like, would that go under nootropics or not? I'm not positive. You know, I'm I'm not sure about psilocybin. Lion's mane I saw earlier today on Instagram was kind of off topic. What do you think? This is fire. Right? Yeah, as I'm over here smacking. <laughs> <like. laughs> yeah. This is surprising because my last experience, I think, I very vaguely remember trying kombucha or something. Because my kombucha. boy. Kombucha. I, I should call my boy and ask him. He swears by it. He's it's fire, dude. He's like, it's so good for you. And I'm like, you don't know what the fuck it you're is. talking about. It is. Dude, it's living. It's a living beverage. So keep, 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 uh, Explaining some of the benefits, but in like layman terms, something that you okay. know what I mean. Maybe yeah. Like so I mean, the way I think about it is like when you when you drink or eat living foods, you become more alive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like pickles, kimchi, sauerkraut, kombucha. These are all probiotic, dense living foods, and when you eat them, you're diverse. You're diversifying the bacteria in your body, so your immune system gets stronger. Because your immune system doesn't have to work as hard to identify these foreign invaders because you have all these new bacterias hanging out and your body's like, oh, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. It's like a party. You're on the guest list. You can come on in. If not, like, I got to fight. I got to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how the immune system works. And that's why it's great to have a lot of bacteria in the body because yes. you get stronger. Um, and then, you know, anecdotally for me, it, it helps me reduce sugar cravings for sure. I mean, I love chocolate. Yeah, and um, if I want to stay away from the chocolate, I'll have a, I'll crack a kombucha, and it just totally clears my mind of the craving that I had. That's fire. Yeah, that's really fire. So, what would you say is the best benefit that you experience? Digestive health. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's helped me significantly from uh, you know digestive digesting my food, but. Yeah. What's also great about it, it helps with the bioavailability and absorption of nutrients too, because. You know, this tea is living and it's able to feed off of the food that you eat and help break it down quicker. So I feel like that's what it hel- helps my digestive process go much quicker than it has in the past. Now, in the manufacturing and the building process, how did it, did you do it in a kitchen at first or did you just have like a barrel out back? And- so to be honest, uh, my, my first one, I met Matt from Kombucha and I went into one of his workshops at Patagonia in Chicago. Well, my mom got a home brew kit, went home and made my first batch in the closet. 
and um, it was pretty shitty. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, but then from there, as I grew more interested and wanted to keep formulating with flavors, I moved up to these five gallon jars. Had a, car, a Costco cart in the basement. You know, basement wasn't finished. It was kind of perfect. And then COVID hit, and my grandparents were out in Florida. They have a condo in Glenview. And me and my girl, we decided to move into the condo and I kind of opened up shop there, turned the whole kitchen into a little micro brewing situation and just started formulating, found these flavors that I, that I loved and started going door to door. And I remember our, the first place that I was able to do a sampling at was Pier Bar because my mom always goes there. She takes class there. Um, so I was able to give out samples. Now, do you have to get when you're creating a new uh, consumable product, do you have to get like any type of like FDA approvals or anything like that of like FDA no no but for for me like I have a wholesale license okay I'm not I'm not a manufacturer okay so if you're a manufacturer you do have to have a specific license to produce products that come in they inspect your kitchen yeah. you know they sign you off and you're good to go Kombucha's got a little bit more of extensive of a process because it's fermented and there's some critical control points that need to be met so I had to file these special forms with the city to make sure that my process was approved, you know, a hazard analysis plan, and, and you're ready to go. Yeah. Now, is there, like, continual inspections or something, like annual, like, all right, let's inspect your process? Every time your license needs to redo. So okay. I, I think it's every, like, three or four years they'll that come through sense. and check in on you. That makes sense. So kind of still understanding the, the brewing phase, what is, what is that, does it, like, with the fermenting, kind of like how, like, you know, some alcohols will have to sit for extended periods of time. Does kombucha have to sit for an extended period of time? So do you know what kombucha is exactly? I have no idea. So it's fermented tea. Okay. So kind of like beer, you know, they're using grain, wine, yeah. you're, they're using grapes. So if I like make tea, like I got tea over there, if I just let it like sit? Tea, sugar, but you have to add kombucha that's already created because that's what has the culture in it to kickstart the fermentation. So is kombucha like a plant itself? No, no. Kombucha, it's a combination of kombucha things. Kombucha is fermented tea. Okay. That's what kombucha is. But I thought is. you just said you have to add kombucha. So you're already adding fermented tea to more tea. Yes, in order to get it to a certain pH for the fermentation to start. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. It's starting to make sense. <laughs> okay. So it's starting to make sense. Um, now... As you're in the process, you've got a decent brew you start to like. What's next? Do you start to build the packaging? Next was, so I was working on packaging and um, even different logos for a super long time. Mm. But that wasn't, I wasn't super focused on the brand at the time. I was more so interested in learning about the business. Yeah. So that's why I spent about a year and a half learning from another company. That's smart. And while I was doing that, that's while I was building my brand and getting a vision for how I wanted yeah. my packaging to be, what we wanted our logo to look like, what the feel was, you yeah. know, and all those different types of things, because I was extremely ignorant in the beginning yeah so i needed to get more information and understand the 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 business more before i can focus on what i want to create in order to make it successful and did you bootstrap the whole yeah. initial process yeah and then still do you still so you haven't done any like funding or anything no holy shit are you interested in doing anything like that moving forward it's possible possible all there's right. interest yeah so. I could imagine there's interest, you know what I mean? Especially with Chicago with all the, you know, VC and different things like that. There's so yeah. many, like one of my, one of my good friends down in the city, that's all, all he does venture capitalism. So I'm like, 
I'm usually always around different different sure. products like this and the packaging, everything like that. But when I hear that, you know what I mean? I think of my own company and certain things and I'm like the best product will always beat the best packaging and mm. the best, like best marketing and certain things like that. If you really got a phenomenal product, you put it in the hands of a few people and it's, you know what I mean, pretty much sky's the limit. You know? I mean, think about it. You go to a grocery store, you don't get to try everything before you buy it. Yeah. So you want it to give off a good vibe. Yeah, and absolutely. You want, you're going to gravitate towards what you are uh, attracted to visually. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I think we did a really good job. You did a phenomenal job. Pretty. I love the packaging. And so speaking of the packaging, when you came up with the design, uh, the butterfly, it looks like two women, is that? Facing not, each other or two not people? Not, yeah, just two people facing yeah. each other. So, with that being two people facing each other, what 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 was inspired? What inspired you to make this uh, logo and the packaging in general? So first, it started with the butterfly. Okay. And I might have a, a photo. I can show you after how it started. It's kind of cool to see the evolution of yeah. it all. But before, it was just like a circle with a normal butterfly, and it said "com com." Like I said, that's what we we used to do. Because when I was starting, I was seeing butterflies everywhere. And yeah. I don't ever remember in my life seeing a lot of butterflies. And I felt like, I'm, you know, I'm super spiritual. I believe in messages from the universe. And when I kept seeing these butterflies, I felt like it really resembled transformation. And I was shedding off past layers of myself and becoming yeah. a higher version of myself and evolving. And that's kind of where the butterfly came into play. That's fine. You know, and... I wanted to create something that was super minimalistic and and simple. Yeah. And um, my homie Emma, who's our, our graphic designer, shout out Emma, she helped me create a really beautiful logo that is super simple and, and eye-catching and, and appealing. So, But that's kind of an idea of what the butterfly means and why I decided to go that direction. Yeah, that's sweet. So after... I guess in a sense, the brewing, the manufacturing process, the development, the packaging, what about distribution? How does that work? So right now we do all of our own distribution. Okay. So we got our own van and we run it three days a week. How big is your company? Uh, and, and what? In, in measurement of uh, employees, how many people do you have so far? There's three of us. Three of you, including yeah. yourself? Yeah. Okay, cool. Not including our manufacturing partner. Okay. Because so they're like, we contract them, so they're not that like makes sense. employees. That makes but we're going to have four starting in May. That's dope. So kind of segueing into what do you guys think you'll do in gross revenue this year? Uh, gross revenue this year, we're looking to exceed 500000 Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. So though. this is our, our third year uh, running shop. So, yeah. you know, we're going at a, we're going at a good rate. Um, and making sure that we're doing better than last year. So yeah. that's, that's, that's always the goal. Yeah. Absolutely. I that's mean, a win. have your goals, but as long as you're getting better each year, that's all you can ask and, for. And even some years when you don't get numerically better, it's all a matter of perspective. For you know sure. what I mean? Because it's like it could be a loss or it can be a lesson. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like it's hard for me. To, it was hard for me to answer that question because that's not necessarily how I measure success. Exactly. Um, like, what did I learn this year? Exactly. Did I become a better human being? Right. Did I impact more people positively? Right. Because materials and certain things are fun and I'm in finance. So like, I'm just surrounded by material. I can tell you a little bit of finance. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, it's it's, it's, it's not as like spiritual as I, you know, maybe I'd like it to be at times, but at the end of the day, when I, when I get caught up in numbers and spreadsheets and money and I'm thinking to myself like, dude, when I'm a hundred years old, none none of this shit matters, matters, I'm just going to die. You know what I mean? I keep coming back to that too. 
And and it's not a, it's not an escape to not work and, and becoming a better person, but it's it's to realize like me being a good human being is far more valuable than me sacrificing my soul and my character, my reputation of of just being a genuine person. You know what I mean? When when I when when you can compromise or take shortcuts or do certain things like that, or when you get very uh, I don't think I don't there's no issue with obsession until it becomes malicious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like getting so lost in your work where you where you you're not spending time with your family. Like it, the, my work wouldn't be worth it if I didn't call my mom every night. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like it wouldn't be worth, you know, all the success if I didn't maintain relationships. So. I mean, but that passion's important, right? Passion's vital. You just important. can't let it get it can't let it get out of your control exactly. like you said, but without that passion then yeah. you know, nothing really nothing. matters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so I'm grateful just to be doing something I'm passionate about, you know. So and, true. And uh, you know, making a difference, and, uh, and and ultimately being able to you know service a lot of different places yes. and and build amazing relationships. So, thousand percent. So, what's the next five or ten years look like for you? Next five or ten years, what does that look like? Yeah, it's interesting. I've probably been asked that question five times in this past week so i feel like it's a sign from the universe to really start thinking about it and yeah you know for me i'm just so in what i'm doing right now and if if i'm being completely honest i don't always think about five to ten years from now i'm just like here right now yeah and focusing on what's focusing focusing on what's on my plate at the present moment thousand percent um but you know i see ourselves continuing to grow i see ourselves continuing to expand into different regions and be completely nationwide coast to coast all throughout the midwest and um you know really attacking the food service industry because that's where i see the gap in the market. Everyone's yeah. going after the grocery stores and there's so much competition, man. And for me, I'm trying to make this a social beverage. So I'm, I'm going after foods, our food service. And so my goal, my vision down the line is like, we will be, you know, the functional beverage of food service, you know, yeah. from a non-alcoholic standpoint. So monetarily or, um, you know, anything like that, I'm not sure, you know, sky's the limit, like you said earlier, but that's kind of where I see the direction of where we go in the future. I love that. And sometimes I get caught up in the same where, especially being, being in finance, where everything needs to be meticulously planned out, where people ask, like, what are your goals? Become a better person. You know what I mean? It's like, I just want to be better than I was yesterday. And my measurement of that isn't, isn't always numbers. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's more so impact through other individuals and, and my content with my soul. You know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. my soul feel good? So becoming becoming a better human being, and I, I read a significant amount and just try to compare, contrast. Uh, I think history leaves clues. So I read a lot of, um, what would you say, non, non-fictional material, you know what I mean, to try to contribute to personal growth. So Me I too. guess kind of segueing into that too, I'm curious, what's your favorite book? So you said you like to read a lot. Um, well, I'm reading a really awesome book about breath right now. Uh, the last book that I read was the 12 rules of life. And I believe the, the author is it's either Jordan, Jordan or James Peterson, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. That was a great one and, um, extremely dense. It was pretty hard for me to read, yeah. to be honest, but, um, I got a lot out of it. And, but the book that I really love the most is about breath right now and how it's a lost art. And a, and a lot of people are mouth breathers. Who's the author of that? I, I'm not sure. There's a jujitsu guy that has a breath book. I'm curious. It's, he has a yellow cover. It's called Breath. 
Wrath. Book. Tim Winton, James Nestor. Yellow cover. Yeah, it's James Nestor. The new science of a lost art breath. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a jujitsu guy, Ricks and Gracie, called Breathe. And they're probably very similar. I've, I have the Wim Hof method. I don't always do it, but it's an app. I don't know if you look. I know. I know. I know Wim Hof. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. for sure. So that's kind of like a trendy way of it's for I, I know it as breath of fire. Yeah. But I think Wim Hof has just kind of commercialized it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, whatever works for him. So what do, what do you like about this breath book you've been d- diving into? Well, so I, I'm learning that a lot of our, our health problems come from breathing incorrectly and not through the mouth, I mean, in, through the nose. Yeah. And most people don't breathe in and out of the nose, and that creates a lot of issues and stress for the yeah. body. And even while sleeping, like, we're not meant to snore and like 75% of people are snoring while they sleep because they're breathing through their mouth and it causes all types of problems like sleep apnea and stuff. I snore so bad. So now I'm super conscious of my breath. (laughs) I probably need a Darth Vader mask with how bad I snore. But that- (laughs) Dude, you should try mouth tape. I uh, ever no. heard of it? No, it's a real dude. I would die. You know, <laughs> no, it's like it's like a so little. Wrap <laughs> it all in. Yeah, he's so basically am I? So no, but no, I'm like a little bit. <laughs> they sell it. It's like a tiny bit that goes over these two lips, and no joke, dude. It really helps people. I do nose strips sometimes, um, and I, I feel like that helps. You think I'm? You might think I'm crazy, but I'm telling you. I like, look it up. Dude, yeah. Look it up, man. Yeah, no, it's I'll legit. It Anything to improve the quality of sleep. I'm I'm very very interested in because i understand quality sleep is just vital for for health as well which you know next to next to breath yes sir no breath no no life so love the breath i wanted to uh kind of capitalize with with kind of moving outside of what you do for work what i know we kind of talked on hobbies and things like that but do you have food obviously you like you know drinks and certain things like that with doing kombucha so what about favorite food (laughs) my favorite restaurants that stick out to you that's like man that's my go-to spot Restaurant, restaurants, food, plates, whatever, anything. My favorite thing are uh, my lady's homemade quesadillas. Okay, she's Mexican and Italian, and yeah, we get to eat a lot of amazing homemade pastas and quesadillas. Have and you ever had velvet taco? No, I have not. It's not. It's not good. She'd probably <laughs> yell at you. I don't know if she's, she's at it. She's never had Taco Bell. Okay, yeah. So that puts it into perspective. I was like. When yeah. I met her and she told me that, I was like, dang, you never tried Taco Bell? Yeah. Like, you're probably better off. Yeah, like, definitely dang. better off. Definitely better off. So, so yeah, that, that's my go-to. What about any movies or shows that, like, favorites? My favorite any? movie is probably Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump? Yeah. Okay. Have just you seen Forrest Gump? I'm, I'm, hey, just I'm making American. sure. Just you making I mean? sure. Absolutely. <laughs> shows, anything like that? Shows. Not a big TV guy. Yeah. Um, I usually just watch podcasts. What's the favorite podcast? Joe Rogan. Absolutely love Fire. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. I think dude, I've seen. I, when every I watched episode. one of your shows, I was like, dude, that guy kind of reminds me of Joe. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe. You know what I mean? So I don't want to completely, and I'm changing my logo because when I first started, I was like, all right, if Joe, if Joe ever has me on, I, like, I'm not completely when? copying him. When Joe has me on, but and the more I look at him, I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? I definitely love Joe Rogan so much that my, the we're, I'm rebranding the logo to correspond with exactly. I've had a, I've had uh, adversity kings since 2017 or 18 and there's a very nice. simple logo it's just a lion you know what i mean yeah. so i'm gonna rebrand it that way it just corresponds with the origin and everything like that and 
down the road, you know what I mean? Joe's like, you know, why do we have the same fucking logo? <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Oh, my bad. I didn't notice yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just learning, man. Yeah. So observing. But I like his genuineness. So I've, I've tried to have like my own genuine twist. And, and really what, what I really wanted to be in Chicago was I wanted to be a place where early startups and people that that had like minded, um, I don't know, material success platforms, whatever, whatever, might, whatever it might be, I wanted to merge and collaborate and be a place where they could come and not feel unworthy and, and really more so just have a place where they can get out there and kind of put their stuff out on blast. Like, hey, Absolutely. here's what I'm doing. I'm only two months in or two years in because I feel like some podcasts like over like it's too hard to get on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it, it's it's just like it's impossible. And like any any assistance, just a couple more people seeing your product when you're first starting out. I can remember when I first started selling life insurance, you know what I mean? It's like, if there was anything to get me out there, just even one other person to see like, hey, he's selling insurance, just that one, an, an extra set of eyeballs, it would have meant the world to me. Even if it didn't turn into anything, it would have meant the world to me. So that's kind of been like the, like my behind the scenes, like motive of this podcast. I pretty much take anybody and everybody on except for like SoundCloud rappers. I have like a... <laughs> I have a department for them. That makes me feel really good, dude. Thanks. <laughs> so I have a, I take them, but I like listen to. I gotta like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just playing. I, I gotta like it. So, uh, but I got my one boy who loves music so much, and he's got more of an ear for music, and he'll. We pretty much just try to get anybody and everybody on. So, and then I just like to just talk about life. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not huge into getting into politics or different things like that and world events and conspiracies uh, I, I wouldn't say that i'm apathetic or just completely avoid it because i feel like that's unintelligent but i feel like it, it just takes common sense to realize like you know wh why would i need to politically label myself when like the whole point is just to you know take care of human beings and be a good person sure like, that's that's my political view you know what yeah, I mean? it's like me too. are we taking care of people yeah. are we being good to each other Cool. Call me whatever that is. ELE. Yeah. What's what's ELE? Everybody love everybody. I like that. Yeah. Everybody love everybody. Have you ever seen Semi Pro? Yeah. Definitely seen with, Semi Pro. With Will Ferrell? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And they're like fighting on the bus and he stands <laughs> up. It's like, ELE. Here's a, here's a <laughs> ring that says ELE. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I love everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that That's fire. funny. Yeah. No, that was a fire ass movie. That's funny. So but yeah, man, I, I like that too. I, I like organic conversation. Yeah. I think that's what's so amazing about Joe Rogan's show is so like, good at it. you know, I understand there needs to be some structure, but yes. the flow is just so perfect and they talk about anything, anything. and it's so interesting just to see where the conversations are going. Yeah. So I think that's really cool that you're, you do things like that yeah. as well. Try my best. So man, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, just draw it out just for the sake of take a time but is there anything else on your mind anything else you want to shout out talk about not really to be honest covered a lot yeah yeah I covered mean. a lot good well this was a fire episode 35 40 minutes rocked it out so uh if you guys have any questions you want to i'm gonna say it wrong again kumbacha community kombucha community kombucha yeah. all right community this was fire you know what i mean i don't you know i don't just like drink stuff or do anything you can ask my assistant you know i'm pretty regiment when it comes to like what I eat and consume or things like that so like during the week I'm real hardcore but even on my cheat weekends it's like only Popeyes you know what I mean so I don't just eat anything so huh what else 
or Italian. I like Italian food a lot. My best friend growing up was Italian, so every every Sunday we'd go. I don't know if you if, ever make homemade pasta. He, I ate all his homemade pasta. You gotta he, make some, bro. It's uh, so good. It's I so went easy. to this Italian restaurant just down in the city, uh, Rico Notori or Nico Rotori. It was, but all the pasta was like made like basically right in front of you. Oh, that's cool. So fire. Dude. Doesn't get much better than that. The so fresh egg fire. noodles, man. I oh mean, my god. You never want to buy from the store ever again. Oh my god, dude. So fire, dude. I love uh, the Italian like vibe. Like, I uh, got like the scarf. I know he's not Italian, but like that, like Goodfellas. The Bronx Tales. Those are some of my favorite movies. Yeah. And like uh, my buddy's dad growing up, he he reminded me a lot of like that hardcore Italian. Which one of your parents is Italian? No, my my girlfriend's dad. Your girl. Okay. Yeah. You look kind of up. Italian yourself. So I feel I like I can kind of go for anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know, the Caucasian. You just kind of assume like, all right, I'm this, I'm that. What are you? What are your nationality? Uh, Ukrainian, Russian. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. She's Russian. What up? Yeah. <laughs> you do you speak Russian? I don't. Oh, okay. She got you beat. I do. Okay, yeah, she okay. speaks a little bit of yeah. Russian. I speak a little Spanish. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. I do a little Spanish, too. Duolingo every day. There you go. Yeah. It, it helps. No, I don't know it if helps. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's helpful. Like, yeah, it. not a good review. <laughs> I don't know. So, guys, Community Kombucha, this was fire. I got the... I just tried the lavender... What is this one? That, so we got a lavender butterfly, lavender butterfly, rose petal berry, and hibiscus ginger, and they each have an intentional name too, based on the the intention. Oh yeah. So this one is called flow, and that's called flow because it's meant it's meant to balance the belly butterflies. Yeah. Um, and strengthen the mind. The rose petal berry is called adapt. Um, and that's our adaptogenic blend. So it's meant to calm the central nervous system. It's got nervines and adaptogens in there. And then we have hibiscus ginger, which is called buzzin. It's got ginger, hibiscus, yerba mate, rooibos, give you a little boost throughout the day. Uh, and then the ginger is super great for digestion. Hibiscus, known as morning glory tea in Jamaican culture to help open up the heart, dilate the capillaries, allow the blood to flow throughout the body. So we got all the fire for you. And we're offering all 43 of the Marianos. So you can grab any of our flavors there. And we're going to be releasing a couple new flavors. Let's go. We got a blue dream coming. We got a chaga mushroom root beer coming. And we got an orange cream soda coming. So that sounds all fire. It's going to be so fresh, so fresh fire all going to be functional um and we'd of course appreciate your support so let's go at community kombucha on instagram yes. too hey and guys over the next year or two we're going to be bringing our past guests back to see how the year or two has cool. gone in business and just kind of reflect catch up in conversation and you're going to see with this podcast it's going to be like a documentary because over the next 10 15 years i want to bring people back and then once you put all the footage together we get, get you on here five ten times yes sir over the next five ten years that's five ten hours of just like this was my life over the reflecting next five, ten years. Yeah. yeah and i'm going to sell it to you for a million dollars sounds good <laughs> so all right well let's go peace out thank peace. you brother yeah no problem